running backwards and forwards along this predetermined route with a giant 3D printer, mm. taken that technology, found this um, special concrete that's available to 3D print um, dwellings. Going one, going twice, All right, guys, welcome back to The Property Pod, your weekly engagement into real estate here in your Hobart Marketplace. It almost wasn't a weekly engagement this week. We've uh, hit the studio late. There's been a bit going on. So it's glad that we could snake in and, uh, and have a little chat. Snake in. Yeah, well, look, I went to a photo shoot and unfortunately it didn't work out. So it no. threw my whole day out. <laughs> and I was like, man... I really, really looking forward to that one this morning. <laughs> so, what am I going to do? It was perfect timing because obviously I was cancelled as well. So it's like, mate, there you you're, go. So you're free. I'm free. <laughs> Great hot tip. John's got a really nice looking property coming on the market very soon. It just yeah. wasn't ready for photos today. What yeah. makes it so good, John? Uh, the top floor feels like um, the bedrooms from that movie Hook. Because they're all like that attic sort of style feel. Oh. Yeah. Do you remember that one? The Peter Pan one with Robin yeah. Williams? Mm. Oh, actually, I think I saw this one come through. Is that the one in Beridale? Riverview no. Parade. Yeah. yeah. Right yeah, near it's really cool. Rosetta Primary. Yeah. So, oh, uh, it's just a child's, you know, like a kid's dream upstairs. And when the owners had bought it, um, they the grandkids, when they're really young, that was just their favourite place to hang out. Everything, every, <laughs> the room, attic. every little room they had just felt like their own little escape. Well, yeah, yeah this sounds really silly. You know how the other day I came around to your place, you're getting ready for your garage sale and Parker was finding all those Nerf guns? Yep, and, and shooting them all. Mm. This, I don't know why, but in my head when we got to this place, I was like, man, this would be a fun place to play Nerf guns. Oh, 100% because it's a full circle. Yeah. So, yeah, you, yeah. like, you, you can't get cornered and you can run around anywhere. Yeah. And so, yeah, these Nerf guns come to my head. <laughs> I was like, man, I might buy this place and now, have Nerf wars with hey, the boys. I, I, I'm 100% in on that because the two houses that we had, um, well, I remember growing up in Stapleton Street in Glenorchy, that was had a full, like, rectangle shape in some respects. It could do, you know, run around circles. And if you remember the one we had up at Chigwell, that was sure the same do. upstairs. So that was, you know, you could, it was very hard to get cornered. There was always a way to, to weasel your way out of a situation. And you could get on the little... Um, Microphone, yeah, the, the intercom. intercom. I'm coming to get you. <laughs> You've got nowhere to hide. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel as well. Growing up with your old man, you had to weasel out of a few little oh, things yeah. at times, John. You, you ran, <laughs> <laughs> John. <laughs> yeah. So look, John does have a really nice property coming up um, very soon. Once it's photographed, um, yeah, I'm sure it's going to come up a treat. And mm. yeah, the reason it was cancelled was there was just you know a few little touches to finish it off. And as I was leaving, I said, "Well, we're removing the butts." There's yeah. going to be no butts once we get there and take the photos. It's yeah. going to be a sharp-looking property. And they've they worked so hard because they, 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 they used our campaign agent to get the funds to be able to um, paint, do patchwork, nice. heaps of stuff. So, you know, to sit there and just right at that last minute to go, oh, should be right, it's like, oh. Sounds like you two are both in their corner. Yeah. Oh, well played, Pat. I was actually just no. going to say with the campaign agent, can you just, I know we've got an episode about oh, yeah. it, but can you explain it to any listeners that haven't listened to that one, how that kind of that works? That have come in late at episode 161 yeah. or whatever it is. Oh, well, no, tell me about that. It feels like the episode 100 was only like a week ago we were having the cake. That is actually, we're looking at that number, it's actually blown Oh, my God, this episode is going to yeah. 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 Um, All right, let's wind it back. Campaign agent. So very quickly, the when... It's a, it's a way just to be able to uh, get access to money um, through uh, the, the company's called Camp and Agent, but it's, it's a short-term loan. So yep. you can get access to up to about 25 grand uh, where then payable within six months. So that allows the, you know, our clients to, you know, if you need to do 
professional styling? Do you need to do any maintenance, any you know minor renovations? Um, and they'll approve that loan. The money will become available and then has to be paid six months from then. And that usually gives us enough time to get the house in the market, get it sold and everything wrapped up so that um, you know all that stuff can be paid off in time. Yeah, it's really cool because obviously it was firstly designed to help just with marketing costs here at the agency. Yeah. Um, but then we started branching out to these renovation type projects. We used it on 36... Uh, no, 32 Arunda. No, oh, now I've had a mental blink. Yeah, it, up in West Moona. Yeah, we used it on one in West Moona yeah. where we painted the house out and yeah. owner was able to fund it through campaign agent. You're using it now. I've got one over at uh, Linda's Fund I'm currently using it on and mm. it really does help owners unlock that potential in the home. So and say the argument is like, I think I'm, I'm ready to sell or I need to sell. I don't have the funds to get the house up to kind of where it needs to, where be. It needs to be to... Yeah. Be in the market. Yes. Oh, look yep. at referencing back to last, last week. week. Yep. Um, so this is a way of saying like we'll take out this amount of money from the campaign agent. Mm. That'll come off the sale price or basically essentially if we can add in the five grand to fix it up, we'll hopefully see we'll, returns on the other we'll side Hopefully we'll make some more money at the other end. So hopefully that returns. Investment of five grand might return, you know, ten or fifteen thousand yes. in profit at the end. And, like, and, and very simply, it's just like getting a short-term loan with a bank, you know. But it's a, a specific product so that there's no, you know, instant interest payments. Uh, you know, you, there's no payments need to be made for six months. Yep. Yeah. So. And it's designed solely for the housing real estate industry. Yeah, sure. So yeah. it's really easy for us to be able to help the owner get access to those funds. Normally, we can get the funds into your bank account within, you know, forty-eight to. 72 hours, that sort of range. Yeah, a few days. So it doesn't take that huge amount of time to get the funds so you can get working on the project yeah, straight and away. Like if you're someone like John that has all these people in your corner, then you can start sending out your minions to say, mm. all right, sweet, we need the electrician to come in and do this, we need this person to do this, the funds are available. Mm. Well, that's exactly what yeah. we're doing at Linda's Fund. So today we've got the bath being resprayed and the tiles being resprayed just to freshen oh, up cool. the bathroom. We've got painters over there next week doing a few of the walls and yep. the window frames. Uh, Gardener there starts on Monday, I think, as well. And someone's stomach hungry. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think that was me. Did that come through the microphone? Yes, it did. <laughs> I heard it too. Did I that? thought that was me. <laughs> I don't know. I just heard it and I looked at my stomach. <laughs> Admittedly, I haven't had breakfast this morning, mate. It could have been mine. <laughs> How did it travel all the way up there? <laughs> oh, and we have a new carpet going in as yeah. well. So, like, we've gone right through the five different main yep. things that we think are going to help improve this property. So it's no guarantees of anything in real estate, but it's just no. present well-presented properties sell. Yeah. And that's what it boils down to. If Absolutely. you can fix, like John always says, the butts, then yeah, you can well, obviously get a better, better result. Even just this week we went and shot this place for Martin up on Brixham court up in just off Tolosa Street. A mm. tidy little place it looked and like. that's exactly what I was going to say. We literally got in, rolled in, took the photos. It was as neat as a button. I had everything turned over by the next day. I literally had, you know, nothing to do in the editing side of things to, to change anything. Yep. Nothing needed to be moved. Video was out. Everything was done. Mm. I was like, if you can get into a neat as a button property – it sells itself. I'd be really keen to see what happens with it. Well, it's interesting that even from your experience from the photographer was easier because it was better presented. And that's exactly how the buyer experiences it. I don't know. Last yeah. time you got those sort of feels about a house you bought it, Aaron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Funnily, we were in the property and I heard Martin say, oh, this would be a good one for you and your mates, Bassy. And then later I said it. Marty was onto, a, onto something there. And he said, oh, Marty says that at every property. <laughs> He's always trying to sell it to me. 
Oh, very good. All right. Well, that, none of this was what was uh, planned to talk about today, but it's always good to kind of just yeah, get a bit of real estate uh, banter off our chest. What I did want to cover off on was something I saw um, about toilets. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, my boy is going to love this episode. Yeah, <laughs> toilets is where it's at. You wouldn't believe I was just uh, scrolling through the, the interwebs the other day and I got served this image of it almost looked like, you know, one of the um, ice cream machines where the – the swirly ones come out, the soft serve. Yep. Look like that, but with concrete. Oh. And what it was was a 3D printed um, toilet block that's being built in Dubbo in New South Wales. So what it is is, um, yeah, running backwards and forwards along this predetermined route with a giant 3D printer, mm. taking that technology, found this um, special concrete that's available to 3D print um, dwellings. Oh, so advantages are quicker construction, I assume? Extremely quick construction. Yep. Um, like I think it it's four days or something like that is how long it took to do this toilet block. But then I'm assuming limitations is size of house because the 3D printer is only so big. So looking into the house thing, there are a few companies in Australia that are doing it and you can have them and they look quite sizable. I'm not sure if it's just done in sections the way that it's it's done, but yeah, you can have three bedroom homes and and such. The only thing that it can't print is kind of your window fittings and and some of those factors. But yeah, the, the toilet block's doing the roof and yeah, it's interesting. Um, like the article here says $178,000 cheaper than traditional construction. They must be one fancy toilet block. <laughs> well, yeah, that I suppose the whatever they get the fittings and the quieting, you know, it's leased with that. It's done quickly. And I mean, what is it? it normally was it just brick? It's either brick or concrete regardless. So it's mm. like, it's exactly that, but there's like, you know, click here and go. I guess me thinking like, I think I'd pay more for this type of product if it meant it was done faster. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. So it's really interesting. The, the, one of the cons I saw was that kind of it would be putting people out of a job because there's, you know, chippies and tradies and Sorry, stuff like that. Sorry, Yeah. Yeah. That would miss out with this. But yeah, it's saying about 200 grand cheaper than traditional construction, 20% lower cost compared to your traditional bricks and mortar construction. I think it, where I read something it was like eight minutes to set up this machine on site. So basically show up, put the um, concrete slab down, make sure the cab drawings are, are correct. It does like a test run to make sure it's all correct. And then, yeah, it's feeding in this concrete, which is meant to be eco-concrete, which has all been um, looked into. So the other thing they were talking about was this could be a way of solving the housing crisis where you can be making Toilet houses. Toilet for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're going with? <laughs> We've got a one-bedroom toilet block. <laughs> Cook on the loo. Basically they're making prison cells <laughs> right up the street. <laughs> no, no, no. Look further into it and um, I can find you the, the plans. Like basically like you spec – Spec home builds um, plans for three bedroom, two bedroom, four bedroom. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the limit, the possibilities are limitless, basically. No, it, I'm actually quite intrigued by it. It looks pretty good. I, it always makes me laugh when people though comment, "Oh, it's going to destroy jobs." This new technology, because it never really does. It just pivots the jobs into a different direction. Well, that that so they still need someone to run the machine. You still need someone to create the CAD file. You still need someone to deliver the eco friendly concrete to the site. Like, yeah, you yeah. still. Yeah, it's well, just strange it's, it's, how people get so worried about technology changing the way it works. Well, there was in um, I think it was one of uh, one of the old e- economists where he talked about that that has happened throughout history mm. where the same argument was made with guys that used to you know hammer in the the, the pegs on the railroad track. The second that was somehow mechanised, we're like, well, we can't, we can't let you do that because we're going to throw all these people out of work. What the technology did, in a sense, was that in 
uh, enriches people's lives. Not immediately, all those guys suffer, of course, but over time, what happens is now that one specific labour doesn't need to be done, well then, like you said, it then gets re-diverted into other channels. Yeah. Um, like I always like Coles is a good example. Like when the self-checkout things come out and everyone's stressing about you know, the traditional oh, the, yep. checkout person that would, you know, scan your groceries. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going to lose so many jobs in that industry. But no, they just pivoted them into the online part of the business now, which is packing groceries on behalf of people. Just like, changed it, yeah. yeah. It doesn't make a real difference. It just pivots someone into a slightly different role. So well, I guess there's always going to be a natural aversion to anything new, but hmm. ultimately it, the, for the potential will could only be a good thing as far as I could see. I mean, obviously the, the, the biggest challenge is next is what then they have to, when it comes to council approvals and minimum building standards and all that kind of stuff too. Mm. So there's so much down downline uh, that needs to be fixed and adjusted to, to an order, you know, for this stuff to be able to be, be rolled out at scale. But yeah, man, it's exciting. As I, as I looked into it, I was like, oh, it's really cool. The New South Wales um, government have kind of approved this. And it says in this ABC article, which I found, was that they'll be monitoring it closely to look mm. further into how it ages and how it goes. Because mm. I guess like any new technology seems really good on paper until you kind of test it out and That's find it. out, you know, is this going to be something that we can do in the future? There was something else about Northern Territory um, looking into it and and whether it oh. would survive in the in the heat. And yeah. apparently it's even better, the, the eco-friendliness of it all. Think of the bloody um, insulation qualities of concrete, like the mm. way that absorbs heat. Mm. Oh, just amazing like our house where we're now living it's got concrete floor on the bottom level and the top level yeah and the yeah. sun just comes in and it so- soaks up that the concrete soaks up that heat all day absolutely like abby and i just don't even have the heaters going over night time the heat just comes naturally out of the floor and it just you're not cold well that was a friend of mine built a huge house in ebden street in claremont and both floors were the polished concrete throughout and the you know the i know there's a word for it but it escapes me but that thermomass thermomass is it oh, yeah but same thing guy. like huge house but once it's heated up like that stays that way especially with the way it's north facing so yep. yeah it just uh, just cakes in and just stays that way for ages yep. it's awesome i only know about this technology because sam our architect friend from school days, yeah, he taught me all about thermal mass heating. So Loves why it. didn't he tell you about three D printed homes? I don't know. He's he's afraid he'd be out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> no, he'd be even more he'd into be, a job he'd, because he'd, they're that's the, it. All the fancy corners and stuff that they want to do, and all the bends and Ooh. put. It, I want to put this sleek line in to make this even better. You than can. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just it's like a Mister Squiggle, like you know that whirly jiggy, whatever it was. Oh, um, etch a sketch, etch a sketch, yeah, just etch a sketch houses. <laughs> Essentially, it's, the, it's the, cat of, the cat of the cat of 1930s, the old etch sketch. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Speaking of old toys, actually, this is a good segue. You've, yeah. you've given me a, an in. Speaking of old toys that people have used, um, Barbie Mania has hit. Oh, yeah, It's yeah, been yeah. Uh, the Barbenheimer weekend with Barbie and Oppenheimer both coming out at the cinema. I wanted to find a way where we could talk about uh, one of the two massive films at the moment. Mm-hmm. I first was going to go with uh, Oppenheimer and say, where would you build your um, your bunker? Your bunker. Bomb, yep, <laughs> yeah, your yeah. bomb bunker. Where would you build that to prevent the apocalypse? We've talked in the past that Tasmania, amazing. Well, it reminds me of a story of John when he sold a piece of land to yeah, an yeah, Englishman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, I was going to go with that, but I've heard that enough times. So I thought I could switch to Barbie and Barbie's dream house. Did you know that in somewhere in California that you can now Airbnb out I, uh, I did Barbie's see the photos house. of this, and it is a very intense pink house, isn't it? it would, yeah. it, would it even be a great experience, or you just want to be in there for five minutes, like a museum, and leave? You know? Yeah, it's probably more that, like you, the overstimulation of sleeping at night with your eyes kind of just being like, 
pinked. I'm, but I, I'm I, interested by the neighbours. Like, does it glow at night? And is that pink? It's very, like, very pink. <laughs> it is very full on, but it fits the Malibu vibe. So I guess it sort exactly. of just slots in well on the hill there. <laughs> so Malibu Barbie, she's got a um, dream house up there. Mm. There's also like the the Star Wars house that we talked about previously on the pod. The one that was um, yep. the the plans that people could go to. I know there's a Bluey house in um, in Brisbane. Yeah, uh, yes. which you can go and visit, and um, didn't they? Re- there's the um, the Brady Bunch. I'm pretty sure that's an option as well as the Simpsons house as well, and a Seinfeld um, scale apartment. Apartment. So I wanted to reach out to you guys and be like, what would be your pop culture dream house that you'd love to visit? Live in Airbnb. This is odd, but the remember what was that puppet show? Um, <laughs> Oh, gosh. She had uh, – you have to cut this because it's going to take me a long time to think. No, no. This is the good bit. Uh, <laughs> puppet but show. She, but she, the puppeteer, she was, it was a sheep. And oh, um, lamb chops play along. Lamb chops play along. So I'm, I'm, is, I'm 99% confident in that they had their lamb chops house, yeah? Yeah. So that was – I remember being a kid and thinking, this is amazing because they had all little secret doors and trap doors and stuff. So I don't think it would be comfortable – at all, <laughs> but I would be very keen to see. Maybe it's just that kid in me to see a play along life size to scale house. That's an amazing kind of deep reference in your brain, like locked in there. Yeah. If someone said to me, "When was the last time you thought about lamb chops, John?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, st- I still, I still hear there's that member berries that are kicking in. It's yeah. like, oh, that just looks so cool. So I'm going to roll with that. That's the first <laughs> one that comes to mind. All right, Pat. What I'm all got? about that Lego house that's outside of Las Vegas. Okay, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, this yeah. big giant white house and it's made to look like giant Lego bricks. That's pretty intense. And then inside it's all like constructed like Lego. <laughs> to me, you know me, I love my Lego. I love yeah, building yeah. stuff and I just think it'd be really cool to go there. Jack often watches on YouTube this guy who's, I can't remember his name, unspeakable or unbreakable or something. Anyway, he's got one of the videos where he's made a giant Lego house out of actual Lego bricks. So a fully functional shit out of Lego bricks and have worked it all out. I'm just like, like this guy's like way too much Minecraft. Well, Mm. it's only fair if you give us your pick. Yeah, Yeah. I did think about this. I was trying to work it out. You've you've had the time to think because you threw us under the bus, so you should have an answer propped. Yeah, I didn't actually do that. I guess (laughs) I I probably should have put um, some thought into that. What would be my ultimate dream house? I'm going to go with Luke Skywalker's house from Tatooine. Yeah, well, like, but, oh, nah, too sandy and, too like, sandy. you know, I hate sand. I, I, I could, the another one that came to mind was the castle from Voltron. Yeah, that's see, that's it. where I'm more more landing, like something that's just right out there, like the He-Man castle. Or, yeah. But maybe that's just front of mind. Yeah, that was the yeah, exact mm. Michael J. Fox's house from Back to the Future. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're getting we're getting in the right zone. <laughs> After he's gone back and fixed the time, of course, not when he's poor. When he's come back, <laughs> when he's, he's poor. You know, when he comes back, <laughs> and, he's comes got back the, and he's got the four wheel drive and stuff. It's like, oh man, awesome. <laughs> well, the one that with the the Richie Rich house now, like with all the YouTube videos these days, you can just see all those giant mansions walking through. I mean, what do you get to do with seventeen bathrooms and bedrooms like those? Like Uber mansions. The well, more I think about them, the more retarded. That's they what are. this guy, this YouTube that he watches, he just fills it with um, like the ball pit balls. He's like, I filled my whole house with ball pit balls. <laughs> it's just like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. New York City sewer, teenage yeah. Ninja Turtles. Right, there you go. Point, eh? I'm there gonna, you go. There's my pop culture that's reference. <laughs> and and you got to you got in order to get the pizza, you got to put the pizza the five bucks through the uh through the pizza grate. <laughs> yeah, thirty thirty three. There's also through. that yeah, Harry yeah. Potter Airbnb that exists now. See, you seen that? Oh, that'd be incredible. That yeah. one's crazy, and obviously John's massive Harry Potter fan at the uh, moment. Now, yeah, yeah. But it's got multiple rooms, and they're all set up in the different 
houses. Oh, that's and great. when you arrive, you have to put the hat on to find out which room you're sleeping in. Oh, really? Yep, oh, the hat tells awesome. you which room you're sleeping in. Nancy, I reckon you... way more dirty stuff happens in the Slytherin house. <laughs> <than you. laughs> Not as wholesome, you reckon, no. in here, man? Hufflepuff, <laughs> they're, just, they're just sitting around reading, but in Slytherin. <laughs> Forget it, <bro>. Look out. <laughs> All right, well, that's the property pod for this week. <laughs> I got nothing else. As I said, I was meant to be at a photo shoot. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to have a yarn with you, yeah. mate. <laughs> so, good to be back, boys. I could work with that. We'll be back next week with uh, something proper related. <laughs> yeah, some more Slytherin stories. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. You have been listening to The Property Pod, recorded and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Property Code. This podcast is general information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek then use their own investigation into any topic we discuss to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations expressed or implied and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this information without first seeking qualified and professional advice.